This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 254, Slow Wealth, the Phantasmic J.D. Roth Interview, part two, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And hello again to all of you out there in finance land. I am Dan, your narrator. I'm here each Monday through Friday reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. Now, today is actually a continuation post. We started it yesterday, so if you're new here or just skipping around between episodes, I wouldn't start here. You probably want to start uh, with yesterday's post. That's episode 253. And before we get into that, we're now halfway through the month, which means another book giveaway is right around the corner. And the minimalists have been kind enough to donate books to us very recently. So we're going to have a lot of book raffles for those on our mailing list. To be a part of that, plus to get some free spreadsheet tools from us, come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address there. Or if you are in the US, a fast way to get through to us is to just text. Text the word financial to the number 44222. And once you are in, you will get a few spreadsheets to help optimize your life and you'll be in those book raffles automatically. Now, I'll give you a little reminder about that at the end of the show too. So now without further ado, let's continue yesterday's post as we optimize your life. Slow Wealth, the Phantasmic J.D. Roth Interview, Part 2, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Leo, Get Rich Slowly is an amazing title. How is that goal coming, by the way? J.D., it's amazing, it really is. When I finally stopped focusing on magic bullets and just put my head down and did the work to get out of debt, things started falling into place. Sure, it was a slow slog at times and I had to do a lot of work, but ultimately I was able to get out of debt in just three years instead of five. And since then, I've managed to grow my savings at rates that I didn't think were possible. And I'm not doing this through buying gold or selling scams or using chain letters. I'm doing it by doing the boring stuff everyone says to do. Work hard, spend less, and save for the future. Sometimes boring is best. Leo, now that you've been doing the boring stuff for a while, have you been able to automate any of that? Bill payments, savings, investments, ways to spend less, ways to earn income? JD, absolutely. In fact, I've tried to automate as much as possible. All of my utility bills are automatically deducted from my checking account. I use a rewards credit card that I pay in full every month for all of my purchases, which helps simplify my budgeting and expense tracking. My saving isn't automated, but it's close. I have several ING direct accounts that I use to save for different goals, and I make one manual transfer a month to each account. And my investing used to be automated before my income became irregular. So I used to make regular contributions to my Roth IRA every month. Now I do a lump sum year-end investment. By automating the boring financial stuff, I'm able to focus on real life, which is a lot more fun. Leo. Your personal finance journey might be divided into a few phases so far. Getting into debt, getting smarter and working to get out of debt, and then learning to live debt-free. Does that seem like a fair characterization? Obviously overbroad. And what do you see as your next phase or phases over the next few years and beyond? JD. I actually tried to hash this out on the blog last spring. Just thinking out loud, I said there were at least five stages to personal finance. To begin, we're in the, say, zero stage of personal finance. We spend without considering the consequences, we don't set financial goals, and we don't really understand how money works. Some people never have to deal with this, and that's great. During what I call the first stage of personal finance, we realize that, whoa, something is wrong here. I have to figure this money stuff out. We begin to understand that interest can be a bitter enemy or a close friend. We see that savings help us achieve bigger goals than just having the latest Xbox game. 
debt feels like a burden and not some sort of way to cheat the system. During the second stage of personal finance, we actively work to improve our relationship with money. We destroy debt with vigor, save for the future, and look for ways to boost our income. We've mastered the basics and are now trying to use them to build a firm foundation. In the third stage of personal finance, things are running like a well-oiled machine. We've paid off our non-mortgage debt, we contribute the maximum the law allows toward retirement, and we save for other goals like travel or a new house and we don't spend on things that aren't important to us. In the final stage, the fourth stage, we reach financial independence. We've saved enough to live on, which allows us to choose work that we're passionate about instead of work we have to do. We're able to live where we want, go where we want, and do what we want. Five years ago, I was just waking up from 15 plus years of aimless spending. I had been in the zero stage of personal finance all my life and was only just beginning to get things figured out. So when I started Get Rich Slowly, I was in that first stage, learning the basics. Over the past few years, I've been fortunate and have worked hard, and as a result, I'm now well into that third stage of personal finance. I followed my own advice, which is really the advice of others, and it seems to have worked. Now I'm looking forward to finding financial independence. What will I do then? Who knows, but I'm dying to find out. To be continued. You just listened to part two of the post titled Slow Wealth, the Phantasmic J.D. Roth Interview by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And if you are in those early stages of personal finance, one thing that we highly recommend to help you move forward is to track your income and expenses for as long as possible. And you can just start with a week or a month to get a handle on things. And we have a spreadsheet to help you do that. Plus, it comes with a video tutorial that was made just for you. It's free and it gets sent to you automatically just by becoming part of our weekly newsletter family. You can visit oldpodcast.com and enter your email address there to join, or you can text the word financial to the number 44222. That's financial to 44222. And please do make sure that you join soon because we're going to be giving away a book to a random person on our mailing list, probably multiple books, since The Minimalists just gave us a bunch of copies. So again, visit oldpodcast.com or text financial to the number 44222. And that's it for today. Have a happy Thursday and I'll see you in the Friday show tomorrow where we'll wrap up this post and where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.